two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Ah, season three, episode one. Yes. My goodness. Yeah. I didn't think we would get past season three. Um. <laughs> yeah, let alone episode one. Um, <laughs> and we have Glaze the G-Man Glazer aboard afoot. Hello. On foot, what traveling through, uh, backpacking through what? The, uh, the Georgia backpacking Pines. Backpacking through season two on my way to season three. Okay. Uh, yes. What makes the it right. what makes a season the Everglades? Uh, what makes a season for this <laughs> podcast series? What what makes it the end of a season? Years changing? Uh, yeah, I think we the go passing on, of the on, guard. Yeah. Okay. I think it's done purely on uh the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. Oh, right. They would chant each day in the calendar and you know, you couldn't move on to the next day until that particular chant was over. I, I think that's how it's done, yeah. Still, to this to this day. <laughs> is, it, is it the Gregorian calendar? Or is that how you make that up entirely? Um, I know you're, you're barking up a correct tree as far as my internal psyche goes. There's some kind of calendar. Yeah, there's who, a name for the type of calendar that we use. I think the that's Mayan right, but who's, calendar. who's the Gregorian himself? Right. Uh, Gregor Mendel, I think. Uh-huh. Greg Kinnear is what I was thinking, but uh, <laughs> Greg Kinnear calendar year. <laughs> Greg Kinnear. <laughs> yes. Gregor uh, Mendel and his pea plants. That's okay. how decided that's how they decided how many months in a year. He would ring a bell near the plant and if it started to salivate, he knew he had himself a good plant. <laughs> yeah, you knew it was time to change months. this month is taking forever don't look at me just come over and take a tour of the uh science lab that's right all the answers are right here before us um josh glazer can't do joshy i was noticing as a nickname no it's not a good one uh i think when i was younger people would call me that really it didn't stick. I mean, I think like two people called me that. Uh, maybe my parents, both of them. I'm not sure. Josh I don't remember. Josh man um, Okay. There's that show Transparent. You ever seen that show? Transparent. I'm familiar with it. Um, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. There's a Joshy on that show. I really? Think okay. Joshy. Yeah. Joshy Smollett. Yeah. Yeah. He's on that show. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, you don't see that much out there. Just Josh, Joshua. You know. Tough name, Joshua. No one ever talks about how tough it is out there for people like me. There Uh, is a window, I think, when as a child, you know, till the age of 2.75, I think you can add EY or just Y to the end of any name that doesn't deserve it. I mean, we got... We got Gaby going on for Gabriel. Like, that's going to die off. That's no good. That's just no. like, you're still a baby. You're Gaby the baby. So, like, we'll go with it now. But it's that, that's got no staying power. Yeah, he's not applying for jobs when he's, like, 45 years old, applying to be this CFO of some company. You know, yeah. he's got a resume that says Gaby on it. 
That's gave you happening. the baby. No, no. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Josh, he might be one of those where like, all right, we'll give it to you till he's, we'll, we'll, Hey, I'll give you an extra uh, quarter of the year. Three years is the cutoff. Yeah. Uh, you know, Christopher is a good one <laughs> for young kids. Oh, Christopherian. Yeah. The <laughs> right. rival Gregorian chant calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Gregory E is a good one. Oh, there we go. Gregory E. Harry yeah, about, E. I've always been confused about it. some names just sound like nicknames like Gregory. Uh, oh, yeah. That has not struck me in the nickname way until now. Barry is another one. Maybe that's short for something. Barreled? Barreled. Right. (laughs) 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 Well, as we march on down the podcast ladder here, fellas, (laughs) and what an honor it is to be here on season three, episode one with you. um, You know, water levels rising. There's no there's no getting away from it. But what do we do in like the big solar power market as far as a machine that would go down and like suck up a bunch of the water and, you know, throw it into space or use that water as the next rain, some kind of option, results oriented or, uh, uh, you know, uh, solutions oriented stuff. It's funny. I've actually been thinking about this problem a lot. Uh, it's on my list of things I think about and, uh, Everyone just drinking more water is always the solution that I think of. So the water levels are rising. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're always told we don't drink enough water. So if we all just start drinking an extra cup or two of water a day, maybe those water levels will start going back down again. That's good. Right. Hydrate the problem away. Right. And then we're all healthier for it, too. I I mean, I don't know what it does for you, but they say it's good for you. So, yes, don't let the uh, nature's water level rise. Rise your own. Right. I'm Jebediah Atkinson, and I'll be your, your new city councilman. <laughs> <laughs> or could you just bury the water? That's you know? Oh. You yeah, could just get rid of or, it. Move it or similar it to the, the plastic problem, similar to the plastic problem where you just, just keep it all, like bring a bunch of the water up onto land, you know? Right. Or, or is that going to weigh the land down and then you're just back to the sea level problem because you pushed the land down and now, you know, you didn't end up getting anywhere. Right. Hitting it from a different different angle there. The same problem from a different perspective. <laughs> you're, you're like shoveling water out of the ocean into the boat that you're in, basically. <laughs> right. You know, that's yeah. Two sides of the same coin. Right. But you have the big water tank on land is the only thing I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, shooting up to space, I, I like that idea because they've been spending a lot of time recently like trying to figure out if water's on Mars, if water's on the moon. Oh. Uh, instead of trying to figure it, it out, yeah, just yeah, see if it takes up there. And then uh, once, it, <laughs> once it gets up there, let it go. And then we can go right. up there too after that, right? Once there's water up there, that's all you need to live. Right. You, you'll know where to go next time. It's like leaving the breadcrumbs on the way out. Just go where the water, go where we threw the water. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plus, just to, don't tell most people about it and let somebody come discover it a little while later, too. So you get the fun of, hey, there's, there really is water on Mars. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. And have that be the new history. Whoever, let China discover it. Let them have something, you know. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, have, have that, that be the new history. Sure. Have that be the new history. You know, hey, look, it's a long play, but we need some better history to be studying in schools here. So, right, the discovery and like the space revolution is like the main history class now. Like, I know it's going to be hundreds of years before anyone treats it as history, but, you know, you got to start somewhere. Exactly. Every piece of history was once uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> just a glimmer in your grandfather's eye. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Every good piece of history starts as a, a twinkle in the eye of someone who longs to, to see a better future. Yeah. Starts as an elaborate hoax is, I guess, <laughs> what I was... <laughs> every good piece of history starts as an elaborate water-based space hoax. Right. Okay, Glaze, any other ones that you've been thinking about as, as possible solutions? Uh, I think we've covered every every possible option that exists. Uh, right. You know, keeping it here, sending it away. Burning, burning the, water. the water. Have we talked about burning the water yet? I don't uh, think so. Because no. that works well <laughs> with trash. So. Hey, just set a bunch of fires near the water line and keep it back. Like set up a set up a border of like a big fire situation. And just like, okay, stay back, water. Right. Yeah. And then it, I guess when water burns, does it turn into air? Uh, we need air to breathe. It's, it's just, again, kind of helping out our health and everything around the ecosystem and the atmosphere. Uh, right. Getting that air, that clean air back out there again uh, for all right. of us. Right. Something with charcoal, use, use charcoal fires, you know, charcoal, some good ingredient that's taken the place of, uh, you know, titanium dioxide or something. Right. Hmm. Yeah, they Speaking always say... charcoal... Uh, oh, no, please. I was going to say they always say that water tastes better when it's burned with charcoal instead of a gas grill or a gas oh, fire. Oh, yes. That is I true. I have heard that. What about, uh, what about trying to jack up the land? Let the water rise. <laughs> we don't mind. We'll just keep jacking the land up. <laughs> yeah right yeah how do you do that just shove the water under there to jack it up get more dirt (laughs) get more dirt and then push the land up that way uh yeah i 3d print some dirt and then yeah the rest seems pretty easy I would think so, yeah. Just 3D prints a jack and jack it up. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of big jacks, shove them under there. And... <laughs> Make a jack to keep all the jacks jacked up. Because <laughs> they've been, you know, sinking, being near the water that, like that so often. Yeah. Then, is there anything else? I mean, yeah, you could just 3D print more land on top of the existing land. That's, good, that's what they say is uh, the old-fashioned way of jacking it up, right? Just... <laughs> right, when Honestly, all the jacks break, that's the second the second plan of attack. It's just, just a big layer of cement two feet deep on top of the existing earth right now. Yeah. That's the problem solved. And then, yeah, do you have to keep doing it? Probably, but, you know, no problem. You just can't get out your door. There's just cement stopping it. As I always say, yeah, 
if you just keep doing it, that means that there's more jobs being created, uh, more economy <laughs> exactly. to be had, and, and everything works out really well for everyone. <laughs> That's right. You just need a problem and a, and a solution, and then, you know, we're just a bunch of worker bees out here. We'll get out there, we'll... A bunch of jobs laying down the cement, the two feet cement. Then, yeah, you're right. Now all of the... Now everybody's trapped inside their houses, so we got to jack the houses up. (laughs) (laughs) That's another whole set of jobs. (laughs) Oh, yep. Yeah, I mean... What's what kind of uh, materials do you need to feed this 3D printer? I guess is the only thing because then all the jobs to make that material that goes into the machines. Right. Right. I think you're going to want know. to put dirt in the, into the 3D printer <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to make more dirt. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Uh, dead bodies. Oh, right. I do like use the whole everything you have. I think many yeah. ancient civilizations did that. Yes, eat the whole pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, back when people were throwing away the crust. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, on to the theme of the podcast. Crust uh-huh. is either at the heart of your desires or um, the very bottom. So the differences in people is what makes life beautiful. That's a nice theme, yeah. The crust <laughs> of the earth too. It was a, it 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 related in a way. In you know. oh, now it, part of the problem to go is to still go back to the water problem again is that the ice, but like the water level is rising because the icebergs are melting, right? The polar ice yes. caps, right? So, uh, and the polar bear plunge. Yes, the polar bear plunge. Yeah. Which I don't completely understand how that works, because if you put ice into a cup and then the ice melts, do you wind up with a higher water level there or lower? Uh, same, I think, right? Physics, you can't control physics like that. It's the same thing. It's just uh, now it's hard, now it's soft. Still takes up the same amount of space. Or no, it expands when it freezes. So... It goes, it gets smaller, and I think it takes up more space as ice, right, as evidenced by, that's why the water levels are going to go up, because it takes up less space. That, but see, that would make me think it would be the opposite. Um, wait a minute. Well, yeah, I'm back to thinking it should stay even. So It should either stay even or it should go down. I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking that maybe the ice wasn't in the water, and then when it melts, it gets in the water. Oh, it falls into the water. Right, but... Set up freezers around the most important icebergs. Shoot, yes. yeah, shoot the ice up to the sky. Everyone eat more ice. Let's just kind of like cut out <laughs> the middleman and just get rid of the ice. And then that way, the water will stay the same. And eat to- snowballs in the winter. Eat snowballs <laughs> in the winter. Exactly. Right. We need it to uh, for all year long. It's not, it can't just be a seasonal business. Everybody do their parts. So we just jack up the icebergs, is what you're saying. Get them out of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just shoot them up, jack them up to the moon. And then uh, once they're there, then, yeah. Bring they'll the moon melt. down here. There'll be some water on the moon. Everything will be fine. It's what we're famous for. 
Okay. Hey, fellas. Hey. Welcome back to the uh, assassination of Jesse James uh, recap episode. Um, oh, yes. yes. After the assassination. Whatever, <laughs> right, right. Some clever, some clever name. <laughs> right, after the smoke clears. Um, yeah, Brad Pitt traveling around, robbing folks. Um, I thought this was very much up the podcast's alley because the guy who kills him goes on to perform how he kills him like with his brother and like it becomes like a show that he performed like 800 times and i just thought that was so up the podcast's alley like as far as unnecessary performances shoved into places they don't belong oh wow that's like the uh the aftermath of the jesse james murder is like the guy creates like a show where he's yeah reenacts it wow. right with his brother and like gets so into like the role and stuff. And then his brother starts wondering, like, I think he's really going to like kill me one of these nights at the performance. Like, it's not going to be oh like God. a fake gunpowder or whatever. And yeah, it's a very interesting situation and a, and a lovely case of unnecessary performance. How about that? Now, I haven't seen the movie. Um, so it's a bit of a spoiler, but uh, is this from a time when like killing people was just fine? Just just okay to do? Yeah, I think it was when... Maybe frowned upon, but not illegal? Right. I think you could go around, and as long as you were doing fun things that made good stories crime, I think you were good to go. So you go around, and you have creative ways to rob banks, and you skip town, and you show up to the next town with a different name, and your legend grows like that. I think you're good to go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think somebody, like, bought his body and stuff, those westerns, you had like thirty killings in a western. Twenty-eight of them, nobody batted an eye at. But two <laughs> of them are like the biggest deal in the world. And like, hey, you're gonna be, you're going away for a long time. And like, then they, then there's this scene where they're like, you know, in jail until their trial or whatever. It's like, not, nothing else happened for the other thirty people who got murdered in cold blood for the whole movie. Right. Yeah, it's all just like the rest of the deaths are, are comedy. And then like this one is, <gasps> and like, you know, right. the the light shatters at the saloon or whatever. Exactly. You know, so, some guy from upstairs falls down from the top balcony because he's too drunk. Yep. And then, yeah, there's the whole scandal. They're interviewing all the witnesses and stuff. And it's like just not two, three hours ago. Somebody just got shot in front of everybody, and no, nobody's even talking about that. Right. Right. I guess yeah. it's, it's the whole, you know, just don't kill the guy played by the leading actor in the movie, and you'll be just fine. Just right. Don't, don't make the mistake of killing Brad Pitt's character, whoever it is that played Jesse James. Brad Pitt as himself. Yeah, it was Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, those as himself are, are nice. Like, yeah, as himself playing that other guy, sure. <laughs> in the credits just everyone is written that way Brad Pitt is himself <laughs> acting like Jesse James <laughs> <laughs> right pretending for most of the movie to be Jesse James <laughs> we saw the and point out an exact timestamp of where he he veered off and was Brad Pitt for a for a six uh, word clip. 
Yeah, right. just at the end, during the, the goof-ups at the end, when you say the wrong word and everyone laughs, that's when you're as yourself. Right. Or just be, right before he was about to be shot, like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, I'm only, I'm really just Brad Pitt <laughs> under here. <laughs> Don't shoot me. I'm not Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw the as himself as Jesse James part, didn't you? <laughs> No, that's at the end. That's the credits. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Right. Not one of those pre uh, those movies where they do the credits at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. I'd... I wonder if that was a big development, right? Yeah. Credits at the beginning. We were showing. Oh, I think it probably was. If you, the first really star-studded uh, movies were maybe like, we got to let people know right away. Like this has six A-listers. We got to smack them, smack them hard up top here. Keep them sticking around, you know. Yeah, because I mean, I'm in danger of turning it off in the first eight seconds. Right. With the with the early credits, they don't always say like Brad Pitt as Jesse James, uh, Willem Dafoe as, as the guy that killed him. <laughs> they they, they right. just say the names, right? And then and then it'd be like one guy at the end, and it'll be like, and introducing, uh, you know, Adam Sandler as the barkeep. <laughs> right as himself playing the barkeep you're going off of always sunny right they don't they do that right and introducing danny devito Danny devito as uh, frank reynolds right yes they do oh, that at well. the end of the episode oh that'd be good no at, at the beginning yeah but glaze was saying they don't they don't say uh when they do the first the the intro credits they don't say brad pitt as himself pretending to be Jesse James. <laughs> they just say Brad Pitt. Uh, right. But I'm saying, yeah, go back and edit movies <laughs> and then re-upload them onto Netflix. <laughs> like, Brad Pitt as the guy who kills. <laughs> <You know? laughs> give it away right at the just beginning. give the whole thing away, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great... Uh, Genius. Some sort of, yeah, weird... Like, the next, the next time, you know, some bad guy hacks something you should hack netflix and just do that you know just ruin whatever right. the new movie is for everyone ruin the new matrix uh you know say keanu reeves as you know the guy that died at the end i don't know if he did or didn't i haven't seen the movie <laughs> right uh, oh i like that idea just kind of mess with society a little bit throw us all for all a right. loop that'll do right. a lot more damage than anything else the pre-credits before maury povich <laughs> and it just says like Steve Johnson as the guy who actually turns out to be the father. <laughs> right. <laughs> Re-upload them onto whatever streaming platform. Yes. Um Yeah, the idea of an outlaw was was nice uh to see. What do you what do you watch a western once a year and be like, "Oh right, outlaw. That's that's a kind of funny part of history." All right, I'll keep it around and and check in once a year. Yeah. Jesse James was a real person? Oh, I think so. I think just based yeah. on the way they make certain movies, I think so. But I don't mm. know, actually. Good question. And did he, was he kind of like a rob from the rich and give to the poor kind of a outlaw, or was he just a bad guy all around? Yeah, I think he had some, uh, some philanthropy, but uh, I think he also, you know, had the other traits of, like, being a maniac and, like, a, you know getting off on, on weird, uh, power stuff. And, um, yeah. Showing Sounds up good. on, yeah, yeah. 
showing up on the outlaw poster, you know, maybe you, you go around and you, I mean, a guy like that, he was like the, you know, rich guy of the day. Keep a guy on staff to, to trail you and edit the wanted posters. Like go draw a, a full beard on it or whatever. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Change the name or put, put the sheriff's face on there. Have a second <laughs> wanted poster that you just slap on top of the first one with the sheriff's face. The sheriff right. has to arrest himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does say it right there. <laughs> yeah, because you can never account for, oh, well, I guess I suppose I could have blacked out for a whole day and done it and did it. So, all right, I guess it was me. Exactly. Right, it's what the, it's what the poster says. I, I love the idea of it editing these wanted posters just as soon as somebody puts them up that's really funny just carrying around a stack of <laughs> a stack of photos of other people from the town <laughs> right just so not even trying to like hide what you're doing you just have a huge picture of the of the butcher there you're clearly just changing it to look just like him or just <laughs> yeah changing them to say like a big sticker that goes on top that says never mind we found the guy this one's been solved already. Oh, that's even better. So no one's looking for uh, him anymore. You don't even need to hire an artist. You can have anybody who can write do that one. Right. Yeah, just just get a little stamp, like a big red stamp that says, like, found innocent or something like that. <laughs> and just, like, stamp it over the wanted posters. Oh, he's, how about that? They found him innocent. Right. Walk, right. walk around town freely. Right. Shows up. They carry him around in one of, in one of those whatever, like, one of those thrones but that has the big sticks going through it that you can carry. Yes. Nice those things are. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt is himself. Um, the the John Madden Memorial Podcast, too, We while we're at it here, fellas. Yes. Right. You know? Yeah. What about John Madden eulogizing himself? You know, and, 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 you know, and yeah, I think all I got knocking on the door wise is, is the end, end, end bit he does. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, because Brett Favre is Brett Favre, you know, and, 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 and he's going to keep on. Nah. It's tough to do when he's dead. Yeah. Oh, does that make it harder to do? Okay. I hadn't thought of that. That's a nice excuse. <laughs> it's what we're famous for all right uh i've been toying around with this idea throwing this idea around in my head um winter is coming uh which means that chapstick is starting to be something that you got to use uh your lips get chapped up when it gets cold outside but i always forget yeah. to use chapstick uh so what do you think of this Let's uh, let's put chapstick inside of our food, like inside the food, so that you eat the food first, and then when you're done, you just got chapstick on your mouth because it's the last thing that your mouth has touched because it was in the the ah, very center of the food. Right, and that would force them to make like edible, all natural, no preservatives added type of chapstick too. Like it's so well, good you can eat it, and you know you'll never apply again because the natural oils from the food get onto your lips and you're good to go i think that's brilliant you're interrupting that's a space you're basically canceling a whole industry every i call it a repurposing i think that the chapstick 
the big chapstick can still be involved with this. They can just team up with, you know, hostess or, oh. or whoever. Like Pizza Hut could have um, what I was thinking is like stuffed crust pizza, but you stuff the crust with chapstick instead of <laughs> mo- mozzarella right. cheese. Uh, so that the way you eat the pizza. The chapstick out. Right. Carmex, Carmex gets shoved in there. But it all and has to be the natural new version of all these. Why? Why does it matter? Uh, you're not eating chapstick like I am. I already? mean, there are certain ones that I think are natural and stuff that like you could lick and you wouldn't get sick. And maybe that's most of them these days. But no, I'm not going out of my way to eat it. <laughs> well, you're going to have to start uh, because this is coming. I mean, hey, yeah. I, nobody's more into let's all try something outside the box. So if anyone else, one other person says, this sounds like a good idea, I'm in. I I don't have any opinion. Uh, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a great idea, Glaze. Uh, yeah, like I'm sure the, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about things like I want it in my like main my protein for what I'm eating because that's usually what I'm going to wind up kind of savoring and and having the last few bites of so can we get chapstick injected into raw chicken and will it survive the cooking process yeah that's a good question I don't know if we want to put it in after the cooking happens kind of like maybe you need to hollow out a space in the raw chicken first so it's there cook the chicken, and then shove the chapstick in there right when you're done. Okay. That so cools off a bit. Work with Purdue to grow chickens that are missing, like, a, a part of their uh, breast or whatever. Yeah, that'll work, that too. Should, shouldn't be a problem. No, they'll figure that one out. There are the, like, marble, you know, aspects to meat. So I think there's, a, rye. there's an opportunity there. Marble <laughs> rye, sure. Marble, you know, the steak, meaning, like, the fat marbleization mm-hmm. of uh and i think you would trade places that and chapstick trade places you know and i just want to keep you know the the new edible chapstick i mean i yeah and prototype wise sure use the old old stuff and does some of that get mixed in with the real meat yes sure yeah, i mean i would think that a chapstick if you're putting chapstick onto your mouth already uh eating it doesn't seem like a far stretch it seems like you're already eating it, really. Right. Natural Combine or Combine all the things that go into your mouth into one thing. Yeah. You eat your your food as toothbrushes your teeth, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really good idea, actually. Inside the chapstick, put some toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, yeah. <laughs> Attached uh, toothbrush bristles to the outside of the chicken. Just genetically, <laughs> genetically engineered the... Chicken to have bristles. Right. Or, or, yeah, just get rid of their bones and replace them with full toothbrushes. <laughs> Perfectly reconstructed rotisserie chicken with toothbrushes. <laughs> or, like, the inside. I think those, like, uh, saws that are floss things do resemble some of, like, the inside bone structure of a chicken. I think you could recreate it really nicely in a dental theme. Yeah, you've got yes. the, the wishbone-looking thing that they attach yes. the drink to. Yep. That would be right. good, yeah. Yeah, have yeah, have a little thing of mouthwash in there. 
they, they managed to do all of this for dogs. I mean, like dogs brush their teeth by like tugging on a rope and doing all just the stuff that they want to do anyway. Right. So I think, yeah, we're we're behind the times with getting some kind of contraption that lets us apply our chaps, they brush our teeth, uh, and, and do the other things we don't really feel like doing while we're doing other stuff. Right, yeah. Don't have everything have its own time slot. Have everything have one time slot so the world can truly be your oyster. Yep. Right. Think about how much extra time you'd have. Yeah, you just you eat your chicken, and yeah, boom, you're done. You don't have to waste... <laughs> Countless hours of flying chapstick <laughs> <laughs> every day. <laughs> right. In, inject the chicken with mushrooms that make you hallucinate your favorite movie. You know, yes. just do everything in that, that one 20 too. minute yeah. span. It's all, yep. And it's right. A, it's a very, then very sit. big chicken. <laughs> 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 then I think with all your free time, you sit still like a monk. Plug back in for that one hour to accomplish all your stuff. Sit like a monk for 23 hours. Ultimate enlightenment. I think you would get someplace, yeah. Post-flu I mean, enlightenment for the rest of your life. Gregor Mendel himself, uh, inventor of the Gr Gregorian calendar, um, <laughs> was a monk and uh, you know used to just sit for long periods of time. Yeah. Inventing calendars. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, staring at calendars and chanting at them. <laughs> <laughs> you are a calendar. Nah, uh, what was it? <laughs> no. Um, in the da, 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 da. That's what I was reaching for. Yeah. All glory and honor is yours, almighty Father, forever and ever. Yes. Um, yeah, Greggy the Mend Man. Does he get enough uh, replay throughout history talking? I uh, Sometimes I think he does, but then I think I, I'm, I'm thinking of Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gregor, <laughs> Gregor Mandel's little brother. <laughs> and it's interesting because now it's i guess it's not interesting at all howie mandel is a uh, germaphobe and oh. gregor mendel uh you know led to discoveries that eventually helped become the foundation of the germ theory of disease oh okay i think that's easily six seven conspiracy theories wrapped into one yeah Yep. Okay. And does he get enough play, uh, the real Gregor Mendel? I would say yes. He does all yes. right out there. I think you get he does okay out there. Okay. When was he when was he doing all that? Like the 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 nineties? Wait, you say when? <laughs> yeah, when. I I'm, I'm talking about Gregor Mendel, not Howie Mandel. Right. Oh, like the, the fact that the nineties were also the eighteen nineties too. Did you, I don't think I've properly considered that. Yeah, I just assumed they were not clever enough back then to call them the 90s. Okay. They didn't know what year it was back then. There's no chance 
like the in, in the year like uh twelve forty three, you're going up to anyone living out there asking them what year it is. Uh, they might they might guess correctly. They might say, "Oh, I think it's twelve forty three, but they're not. They don't know with any sort of certainty what year it is. You think they could be like a hundred years off, or what? Like how how far off are we talking? I, 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 margin of error of like uh, thirty years, I'd say. Thirty years, <laughs> or just they just would a lot of them just say like I just have never known and don't plan to ever know. Don't care, yeah. It, it probably did not matter to them at all. It doesn't matter to us now either, really. I guess every couple of years, you got to vote. You got to uh, change your clock back, that sort of thing. Um, oh, yeah. The not participating in time character would be a nice one in like the old Game of thrones era style shows. I will not be participating in time, my lord. It has never proven <laughs> to have ever mattered. We see but forth thou removal of head at your behest. It's a real Time is not of essence. Monk. Yeah. The enlightened monk who shows up to um, confront the king who had just done some, some unfair beheading. Yes. Art enlightened monk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> monk, whatever uh, TV show that was. Right. I think you're right, Glaze, that that uh, probably like your average peasant in the whatever, pick any century, 1200s. Yeah. Ask a peasant what year it is. And I, they probably didn't even understand you because they don't speak English or yeah, any other language. For that not the matter. way we speak it. Not the right way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder when people started caring about the year. Right. I couldn't tell you. And pheasants were the birds? Pheasants were the birds, yep. <laughs> That's what they used to call all the birds back then. <laughs> right, until there became too many, they had a big ceremony to change it to birds and then they were like well at least this one kind can still be called pheasants exactly yeah a lot of things were different back then yes um monks how long you guys surviving is one the 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 silent the strong silent type strong silent silent solid or silent in that expression silent strong silent type okay enough people were doing that that it became a type that's nice that is nice, yeah. That must have been a new thing because, like, strong, solid, historically, it must have been the first step in uh, male sensitivity coming back. That phrase. Mm. Mm-hmm. What other phrases throughout history? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I'd be okay as a monk. Uh, I think I would do all right. I do too, actually. I, yeah. I would not do well. I, I, know. I think... Glaze, you'd have to suck it up for three months and not do well. I think you would come out the other end just fine, though. You think so? I don't like um, I don't like sitting there doing nothing. I think <laughs> I need to have my phone. Yeah, uh, what are they allowed to do? Yeah, oh, you know, like, uh, what, what are they doing? Do they have Do they have iPhones? I bet there's a phone monk community. I'll take a the phone monks, monk. The monks that uh, are right across the street from me, uh, they have an iPad. 
I haven't seen them with iPhones, but they do have an iPad, uh, and they're on that all day long. <laughs> okay. You're starting to come around to it then. An iPad monk. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same one. I mean, there's only ever one outside. I assume it's the same one that they all share, but maybe they've each got their own. <laughs> and they just, yeah, they get, they get, when you become a monk, you get issued your iPad and you know, you don't, don't let it out of your sight because, yeah. <laughs> right. No phones, but they never said anything about iPads. But the <laughs> other ones that I've come uh, in contact with, so when I was in Laos, if I'm saying that correctly, L-A-O-S, uh, L-A-O Schwartz, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those monks uh, are acidic. Um, okay. Very citrusy they, monks. <laughs> They, they like deprive themselves of, of most things, except bowling, because they did show up to uh, the bowling alley. Um, oh. what, the, the one night that we went bowling there, like a couple monks we saw showed up and, and a couple bowled monks a ago. Bit. Were they, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not allowed to do anything except for bowl, I would think you're going to be really, really good at bowling. Were they bowling oh. perfect games or close to it? This is going to blow your mind, but I did not see, I did not pay enough attention to see how they were doing. I, I mean, I kept looking at them and to see what they were doing, but I didn't like actually watch the results of any of their tosses. So I'm right. really sorry. Just I'll check out their back. form. I was mostly results just looking at how they were interacting with each other. Like they weren't slapping each other five or like celebrating or anything like that at I was kind of wondering, what are you even doing here? They weren't even like, looking to see if the ball would hit the pins. <laughs> <laughs> they were depriving themselves of even finding out. As why, yeah. <laughs> All bowling a perfect game. They have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they walk away and just plug up their ears so they don't even get a sense of whether or not they're... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and maybe you can't participate in the electric return machine. You got to go down and get your balls yourself. I okay. So yeah, I wasn't paying close enough attention, but it, they could have done that. Yeah, too. You can't use the dead wood either. You have to go down there and carefully <laughs> pick up pick up the pins and then, like remove the extra ones, and, <laughs> only to throw it down there and have no idea what happened. Even, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's an old guy these monks are old so it takes them a while to walk down there it's a it's a yeah. lot for what seems like to an outsider <laughs> like us very little reward but you know i think i would still do it though it'd be better than not it'd be better than doing nothing at all yeah going down there and doing the deadwood manually that'll keep you alive till you're 95 yeah yeah, at least it'll kill the time, you know? It'll, uh, as a monk, you probably have to get through, you know, what, 16 hours of your day doing absolutely nothing, uh, walking up and down a bowling alley lane. It's going to kill like an hour, right? Two hours of your day. Definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just fill the time. Right. I think it's a lot of like, uh, it, there's definitely a lot of time where you don't do anything at all. But I think it's like a lot of like, cleaning and sweeping and stuff like these monks across the street here uh when they're not on the ipad they're like mostly like sweeping the, <laughs> sweeping the parking lot playing minesweeper like on the ipad 
<laughs> they're on their planes. I think I I tried uh, using my camera, like zooming in to see if I could see what he was doing on the iPad. It's definitely a game or something. It's not. He's not like do, doing like some type of meditation app or anything. It's he's just hanging out outside okay. with his iPad, playing Play, games, playing the bowling game on the iPad. <laughs> he got, throws they swipes the ball down and then tosses the ipad so he can't see what happens right. and there's a special setting on this bowling game for deadwood he's to flick the deadwood away he's got the notepad open it he just has written the word monk <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed to do anything more with it yeah that would, that would he has to deprive himself of even the ability to note anything down except the word monk <laughs> you can't even write monk multiple times it's just the only time you're allowed to write it <laughs> yeah he, he deletes it he's like well at least I can type this same word over and over <laughs> so, 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 somebody comes out oh excuse me <laughs> the head monk <laughs> <laughs> well all this sounds great i think you changed my mind i would become a monk uh with all this new information right and not too bad it does sound yeah i think you really probably learn a lot about the the universe as a whole the spelling of the word monk <laughs> right? well, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> just spell it really slowly so you have something to do for like an hour just type the m <laughs> you know hang out for a while how about you, Pete? How, do you think you'd uh, hold up okay as a monk? Or? I think I'd be like Glaze and I'd need, right, uh, I'll give me two months of, of struggle to, to become a peaceful monk, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, no. And then I, you know what I do? I, after Quit. the first week, I think, I think I'm going to need another seven weeks. And then I say, oh, just realizing that makes it so I don't. Cool. I got ahead of it. All right. Never mind. Here we go. I'm ready. Ah, one of those things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Where you realize it, yeah. Yeah. You can skip ahead. Yeah, fast forward. Yeah. And uh the Passage of Time podcast, we've we've circled back. Have we? Uh, Any yeah, new time, updates time to travel. the Passage You've of Time? Figured out time travel. Nice little trick to skip ahead 7 weeks. Glaze, how is uh, the website freetimeupdates.com doing? Yeah, uh, great question. Uh, for the listeners at home uh, who don't know what it is, uh, it was a website that gave out free uh, updates throughout the day of what time it might be, or what time it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it would, it would the time And a great Twitter account as well. Yeah, it would, tweet, it would tweet out the time randomly throughout the day, uh, you know, Right now it's three oh seven p.m. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, the website's still up there. There's a few. Um, I, mean, I think I remade it uh, with some some research about time, uh, some charts, some graphs about time. If anyone has time to oh. check it out, freetimeupdates.com. The Twitter account has unfortunately gone dormant. Uh, oh, I thought you could just know. plug that into a machine and have it tweet out the time. In, in yeah, nice ways. I, I did. The machine broke, and I never got around to fixing it. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, no, no luck there. Maybe I'll get back into that because uh, that was uh, m the only way I really could keep up with the time myself. 
I just check, <laughs> go yeah. to Twitter, log into Twitter, and then you know search for free time updates, and then see what time the last tweet was. Got a machine head; it tweets out the time. Did you ever consider a paid model, Glaze? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think that uh, accessibility for all is an important thing for time. So, oh, uh, okay. just making sure that no matter your means, you're able to know what time it is. The Bernie Sanders of time, Glaze, maybe a new tagline for the yeah. website and, and movement. The 99 percenters deserve time, too. Right. Take the time away from the billionaires. Right. By shortening yeah. their lives. You might need to change a couple of things on the website now after this conversation. Yeah, slowly and but peacefully kill the billionaires. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I nice think uh, the the free uh, or at least inexpensive passage of time will do that for us. So. Right. I, you think they've got machines? It seems like Elon Musk at least has a machine that makes him younger and more attractive, handsomer, and, and all that stuff. As time goes, he seems to get younger. Ah. You think that's going to come crumbling down on him? He'll become an infant at some point, and then uh, he can no longer run Tesla? Oh, yeah, right. Do we find out the young drugs? Sure, they'll make you young for a few years, but they olden you up in the long run, and they're... There truly is no beating uh, free time updates, Father Time. I mean, I was saying that they keep they work too well. They keep getting you younger and younger and younger until oh, you, it's gonna you can't you can't run a company when you're a two year old. Oh, you can't be a legally anymore. speaking, right? Or yeah, anything. Yeah. You can't be putting together Tesla cars, and you can't fly to space when you're uh, you, you know you can't even walk. Are you going three syllable Tesla, Glaze? Right. <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> Seems like it. I didn't know. Didn't know that's okay. what I did. You say Tesla, I say Tesla. Tesla. Right. You're going T E Z Z U L A. Tesla. Right. The Greek god of uh, electric cars. Right. I think, yeah, we this podcast has long uh been outspoken about the cautionary tale that was Benjamin Button and I feel like if Elon Musk has not listened to the podcast then I guess uh, shame on him if he's right if he's headed backwards uh, and doesn't realize where he's headed so right. I think yeah right if he's made that mistake then uh, uh he's going to have to pay the consequences always make sure to age in the right direction it's what we're famous for. All right. Uh, T-minus. Do you guys ever use this T-minus business? I I don't understand how to use it, and also I have no desire, so it's like a real double whammy of a, of a situation. But I don't know. I was thinking maybe look into those, look into double whammies, and see if there's some kind of truth you can uncover. Please. I I have not used it. I uh, <laughs> is it different? Like you know, in school I get a lot of B minuses. Uh, no one ever says oh. B minus seven. B minus seven points, and I would have got an A. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> so was T minus a grade, a military grade? Like you got a T minus on your on your boot camp report? 
Right, it must have been. Because I feel like it's a military adjacent uh, term. I, I would have thought like spaceship. Uh, T minus oh. 700 minutes until we take off. Maybe T stands okay. for takeoff. Oh, oh man. Takeoff minus. Right. So if it's okay, I might get it. Yeah. Uh, we've T minus 53 minutes. It'll, it's 53 minutes to takeoff. Right? Must be. But th- yeah, then why aren't they using it on airplanes? Pilots right. not out there. It's T minus seven minutes till we're uh, flying to Bermuda. Or maybe departure they go with instead of takeoff. D D minus seven. Yeah, they do say D right. minus seven. Right, right. Yeah, we've, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Minuet and D minor. <laughs> <laughs> T minus. What's your involvement with it, Tup? Uh, I I like you guys. Uh, don't like it. Um, haven't known exactly what it meant. I always thought it meant like time, like the time of the thing, like whatever the time is. Like, let's say I'm T minus 20 minutes from getting there. That's the time of arrival or something like that. But I now think that it's takeoff. I never thought about that, but it is, it's probably just takeoff. And it's a, uh, you know, I, if you want to call NASA military adjacent, uh, more power to you. I, th- I think that's a fine way of describing them. And now with Space Force, uh, you know, NASA, I guess, is military. Since Yeah. where? But, uh, how did adjacent burst back on the scene? So, it's such and such adjacent. I feel like we're, we're 10 years back into the adjacent years. Right. I, I got it from you. Okay. Uh, or I'm only exposed to it from you, so... I don't know. Does that mean oh. that people people use it on Instagram or where do you no, where I do you get was, your terms I, from? I thought I got it from you saying somebody was fighting adjacent. Mm. Like somebody who was involved in the world of fighting but wasn't a fighter themselves. Fighting a guy oh. named Jason. Yeah. yeah. He's fighting, fighting adjacent, adjacent today. Yeah. Right. Jason Malone. Um, <laughs> I don't think so, but I yeah, I might have said that, yeah. Only after you said it. That's possible, yeah. <laughs> right. Chicken or the egg um, in the world of in the world of T minus, in the modern world of T minus. Can you bring chicken or the egg into the new era? I think is the big question. Right. Hey, you either like you... chicken or you like eggs. You like Coke or you like Pepsi. <laughs> 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 Right, can't do both. The can't do both uh, city councilman. (laughs) 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 Um, Would you ever run, Pete? Get out there a little bit. Become um, a city councilman. Run on that. Run on. You can't. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, I think if I had some guy who was my, hey, look, I can't do it because I just got out of jail, but I have all these good ideas and I just need somebody to like run for me, I could be that guy's person. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. A figurehead, right. You don't run into enough of these guys. Yeah, some, you know, it's like uh, it's like if Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting, you know, really liked his job as a janitor so he couldn't become a math genius. Then right. you could fill in and be, but you never run into that guy. Right. Yeah. And do you end up with a net win because you just did underground math instead and like 
Oh, he didn't realize his potential. What if that was, that was the potential? Who's the potential gauge around here? Right. Who's the arbiter of potential? Right. Um, who's the uh, attorney? What is it? Uh, who is the power of attorney? Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What's the name of the power to unplug you or whatever? What's that one called? Oh, uh, post-mortem. <laughs> Posthumously? Uh. <laughs> no, posthumously means after you're dead, and post-mortem also means after you're dead. <laughs> Okay, uh, after one has died? No, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, the, the, let me, let's, oh, that's maybe what you do. You run for the city council on, I'd like to rebrand the, uh, how you describe unplugging the machine. A law, a whole law about that. That'd be good, yeah. <laughs> What are your policies? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know one thing. And the, the, uh, the guy who just got out of jail and can't run himself is just clearly whispering in my ear the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Everybody just kind of knows that you're not at all a real city councilman and that th this guy's just... <laughs> it's after like two or three debates where like the guy's just standing right behind you whispering very obviously during the debate <laughs> into your ear <laughs> and everybody's like oh, okay so this guy's just some kind of like figurehead and this other guy is the real oh interesting i think i would still vote for you like i'd be like that's it that's interesting like uh rather than you know the the guy who's just pretending to know the answers to these questions or whatever this guy has a, a guy behind him who like actually knows the answers he's, he's really whispering right. the stuff in there and i think over time it gets to be we're like all right we see what's happening here this guy can just talk and then we stand there together no he can never talk <laughs> <laughs> at least right. for me for me is if he talks at all it ruins it <laughs> Right. And every Once time a like while. a camera, somebody just comes up with a microphone and sticks it in his face, he has to completely <laughs> freak out. <laughs> right. Yeah, he thinks it's capturing his soul. He's very offended by it. Then I would vote definitely for for any office. President doesn't matter. That's that's the kind of guy I want. <laughs> I want a fake figurehead with a guy who's terrified of microphones to be the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the problem is yeah. going to be then uh, you you get that act going for a while, that politician act, and then you got the next guy comes by and he's got a guy whispering in his ear, but that guy's got a guy whispering in his ear. Oh, so no. you've got a, a human centipede situation of all these people <laughs> whispering in each other's ears all the way to the front. <laughs> Damn. Oh, and then it becomes kind of like I, the I, mob or something, right? It gets real corrupt because it's all just these fake figureheads like that guy wasn't really in charge he was just uh posing as a made man it depends on who's act who's really like coming up with the ideas if it's a mob guy as the last guy whispering down the chain then you're gonna have a problem right 
the the mob guy at the end of the human centipede. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> um, the yeah. only thing that I think could work there is if the your opponent, you know, gets too carried away and he has too many people whispering in the chant the human centipede and then they don't realize that you're at the end of the human centipede you know and then you can just whisper really dumb stuff for right to say in the meantime you got the good guy behind you still mm. yeah that's okay. the way to thwart thwart the other politician and win the only way just make your make your way to the end of the centipede <laughs> right. and then just yeah, buy a really long straw that wraps around to the other guy's ear at the end of the other centipede, and whisper oh, stuff through okay. the straw. So, because you want to, you don't want to be in two places. You can't be in two places at once. That's right. So you got to be up there talking, but then you know, step away from the microphone, get your straw out, whisper uh, through the straw, <laughs> and then come back. Act two: the figurehead unfortunately thinks. His ideas are better. He, he's getting a little jealous by the whole thing. And he says, you know, I've had enough. And then he goes on a tour and he like locks the guy up in a place with like just enough food to last him until he gets back. And he's like, I went on without you. Um, and he really turns on him maybe. Yeah, I used you to get, oh, it's a really terrible story. That's dark, yeah. It makes him yeah. wear that iron mask. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Oh man. Leonardo DiCaprio as himself playing the guy in the mask. <laughs> Is it how are they feeding him in that mask again? Was that like uh was there a mouth hole? I think there might have been a mouth hole, but it still became very difficult to eat with the beard growing in there. Um Okay. But I think they must have right just been able to just barely shove some bread in there. Okay, so they they uh you know, were nice enough to actually do the shoving for him. Or or they would just toss it in there and he would have to find a way to shove it in. Right. There was a there was a uh iron thing around the bread that he had to like <laughs> That's good, yeah. Yeah, I have not seen it, so. <laughs> I don't know what movie you're talking about here. Um. I think uh, twins are born, and, you know, one was born before the other, so he's truly the rightful heir. But he, for one reason or another, they lock the rightful heir up in this mask and in this, like, hunchback in Notre Dame style, you know, up high somewhere, I feel like. And, um... Right. <clears throat> Yeah, upstairs at the Notre Dame Cathedral. Um, mm -hmm. And, yeah, I guess the other guy was off being a piece of shit uh, with this guy's name? Did he pretend to be him? Ah. I have not seen it, so. Um. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio is, is playing himself twice in the movie. That's uh, right. Yep. Well, one of the times he was it was... Himself. A ma he was wearing a mask, right? So it really could have been anybody. It could have been Brad Pitt playing Leonardo DiCaprio, playing the guy in the mask. Playing himself, yeah. 
the <laughs> I I think you can still kind of see into the mask, uh, at least when he shoves the iron encased bread in, in there. <laughs> you catch a glimpse of him. <laughs> he has to chew through the iron to get to the bread. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what got us on. Yeah, I think it all goes back to T-minus. I feel like they were using T-minus in the iron bread days. Okay, that was something they were using a lot back then. Right, T-minus, you know, you get really upset that you can't eat the bread we gave you because it's covered in iron. I don't think so. I think T-minus comes along with the first uh, Apollo mission. Okay, yep. Well, this movie came out. I looked it up. The movie came out in 1998, so that was well after Apollo. So they Apollo been, 13? Oh, yeah. It could have been Apollo 13, after all, uh, this movie that we're talking about. Uh, what was Tom, the big Apollo 13 song? I keep going to Aerosmith, but that's uh, that was the other Army movie. the Dead Man. Yeah. Uh, did it have a song? Uh, I think it's like... Uh, Apollo 13... Yeah. Apollo 13. It was the mission from hell. It was the mission from hell. With Tom Hanks as himself. <laughs> playing the guy from Apollo 13. Uh, I think something. his name was Chuck Liddell. Oh, Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Houston. We have a problem. Because Apollo 13 has a mission that failed out the pub. Yeah. Um, probably already a musical. Bunch of good songs, yeah, in Apollo 13. That was just one. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the, the short history of Apollo's 1 through 12 would be a great song for the musical, too. Oh, go through each one of them. Apollo one, you know, it would be more of like a. People often forget that it all started back at Apollo. <laughs> yeah, Lin-, Lin Manuel Miranda writes that part of it. <laughs> yeah, back before Houston was just a speck in his grandma's eye. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. What about the rest of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> bunch of different Apollos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna, a few of them are just going to get listed quickly in rapid succession in that song, right? There's a few that he'll linger on and spend more time on. But yeah. 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 He does a nod to one, two, three, and to the four, I, I fear. Oh, right. Oh, uh, yeah. Apollo one, two, three, and to the four. Yeah. Five comes back and you fall to the floor when you learn how it went and they crashed into him. Yeah. All the different and Apollos which, crashed. Which ones did crash? I Apollo think 11? The Hubble Space Telescope? Yeah, that was one. That was one of the Apollos that crashed. <laughs> I think, the yeah, one of the other ones was the moon landing, probably. Uh, yeah, I do believe that. Crashed right into the, the moon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the moon we have a problem <laughs> um, right then what it was Apollo 
Yeah, Night at the Apollo. That was one of them. Oh, like Night at the Museum, except uh, the spaceship comes to life. Right. Yeah, that's what was that Jumanji in a indoor Jumanji? I don't know. I haven't seen either thing, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think so. Night at the indoor Jumanji tournament. Ben Stiller's in both, right? I, that sounds right. Yeah, because I think they did a nude Jumanji with, uh, I don't know, Ben Stiller and Kevin Hart. Right. The Rock. The Rock. Dwayne as, the Rock. Uh, ben Stiller. As Juman and G, <laughs> each respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so would Walt in Breaking Bad have kept up with the have an A one day thing when they took over the car wash? I... Would he have realized, that, okay, yes, this is our brand, or no, like my ego is going to make me change it to a different saying? I don't don't remember that part of the show, but I think uh, did did he go to the car wash? <laughs> yeah, he spent some it? time there. He was the owner, you know. And when things calmed down, he was there more than uh, before. So yeah, he he did some hours at the car wash. Are you saying like he would have real if we were being realistic about it? He would have changed it to something like you know have a have a Heisenberg the the meth dealer day <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have a, my money's hidden <laughs> my money's hidden at B longitude day right <laughs> have a uh, whatever the name of some kind of poison that he wanted to use or something like right. that day. have a rice and day rice and day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have a rice and day yeah have a have a mic uh, the uh, have a loss prevention trout. guy from Poyos Hermanos Day. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Walter. Smoke yeah, I think kid. you're. I think you're right that he would have done something different with it. Yeah. Yeah. Have a right. Have a. It's me. It's me. I'm Heisenberg. Day. Yeah. Right. Just have a Breaking Bad day. Just keep it nice and simple. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Breaking Bad Sundays at oh. 10 p.m. on AMC Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do some credits in there. <laughs> right. Have a starring Jesse Pinkman day or whatever. <laughs> <a> I <laughs> Paul Williams. What was his name? Um, Aaron Paul. Aaron, Aaron Paul as himself is Jesse Pinkman <laughs> day. Have an Aaron Paul as himself day. <laughs> 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 have a better call Saul day <laughs> you know Saul buys ad space in their in their tagline to their customers oh uh, yeah I come across these syndromes once in a while I think Bob Odenkirk and Kirk Herbstreet have the same speaking voice Similar to E from Entourage and Guy Fieri. Voice twins. Who do we have as Kirk? Voice twins. Kirk Herbstreet. Who is that guy? He's a college football guy, um, like a main Saturday college football bro. And yeah, just it's 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 Saul doing the game. 
and he's he's so talking fun. talking to Gus. He's talking about <laughs> Gus on football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just says stuff from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. <laughs> he's talking about his brother that can't be out in the sunlight uh, between plays. Yeah, he does Mike's lines from Breaking Bad. It's the universal <laughs> sign for keys, Walter. Um, yeah, so that's nice. And as does, you know, when you go back and watch Entourage, it's all dubbed in with Guy Fieri uh, text from Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. You know, I, I watched this TV show once. I don't know what it was called. It was Australian. And um, there was one American guy in it. And he sounded exactly like Barack Obama. And I figured that, oh. like, they, I figured he was an Australian guy. I don't know if he was. And, like, the way he learned how to speak in an English accent was he just watched videos of Barack Obama and oh, perfect. Uh, learned it that way. Uh, yeah. Turns out it was just Barack Obama the whole time. And uh, I was just face blind to the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> Twist. No, it was, it was some other guy. Oliver mm-hmm. Twist. Yeah, it was Oliver I Twist. I think, uh, when, how long till we see. Uh, former presidents just getting right into acting like okay none of, like i was obviously i obviously don't give a shit about the world or the the country or anything so let me just be a an actor now thank you yeah i feel i feel like they can make more money and they're already really famous they can make more money just going around giving these the same stupid speech and they don't even have to like you know it's kind of hard work to be an actor i think but I think some of them might want to do it just for the ego or whatever. Barack Obama as himself giving the speech. <laughs> yes. Now, a, be- a better question might be how many of them uh, are just going to get actors to play them when they go give these speeches. Oh, man. You know? Right. Yeah. So that they can go so they can go act, you know. Right. <laughs> the actual candidate just team up with an actor and have the actor be the president. But like, yeah, it's all this guy's info. All this guy's like Whis- ideas, but he's whispering he's- the words into the actor's ear. Yeah. Going right. Back to that idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. And everybody yeah. just listens. But then the, the actor runs the risk of becoming hated if they like don't respond correctly in a pandemic or something. Yes. The actor runs the risk of becoming president himself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Once the president dies unexpectedly, the actor can't just quit. They've got to become president. Right. The yeah. designated survivor is the actor who's just playing the president. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the order of succession. It goes president, <laughs> actor who whispers and into the ear of the president and then vice president. <laughs> Wait, the the actor just actor. whispers. He's the whisperer. Yeah, the president who studied politics his whole life, just like, all right, well, you're the actor. <laughs> yeah, you are the actor, my friend. Glaze, thanks well, so much for doing the podcast, man. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. A lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, Glaze. Happy New Year, everyone. Ah, uh, yes, happy third season. Good first episode of season three. Not too good. (laughs) It's what we 